Welcome to Annunciation with Father David. Father David is the priest at Annunciation Greek Orthodox Church in Decatur, Illinois, where every week people are connected to the ancient wisdom of Orthodox Christianity. Here is Father David. Christ is in our midst. Good morning. Today we will continue as we have been uh, looking at the liturgy and what that means for us and what that means for our lives and what that means for what actually we're doing here as individuals and as the church. And the, the next step in this examination is the third petition for peace of the whole world, for the stability of the holy churches of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. And as we said the last couple of weeks, you know, this peace that we're asking for is not just peace that you get from treaties, but a peace of the soul, a calmness that comes from loving and forgiving all of those you who hate you and all of those you've disagreed with and of all those who've hurt you. It's the reconciliation of God and man. It is the salvation that God offers to all mankind. And so here we are standing before God once again, asking for the impossible, for peace of the whole world, that all peoples from all over the world find that calmness in their heart to forgive all that has been done to them, all of the hurt that has been done to them. And it's easy to imagine this to be impossible because since mankind started recording its own history, the number of years that were without war somewhere in the world, I think can be counted on two hands. I mean, in 4,000 plus years of written history, there has been war somewhere in the world. And yet, here we are asking for the impossible. And in this way, we are imitating the man from today's gospel who comes to Christ and kneels down and he says, Lord, have mercy on my son. Note that he isn't praying for himself. He isn't asking a favor for himself. He is interceding on behalf of someone else. Yes, it's his immediate family, his son, but he is praying for somebody else. And notice that in these petitions that we have said so far, we have prayed for peace from above. We have prayed for the peace in the whole world, for the stability of the holy churches of God, for the unity of all. And if we go down, we pray for this holy house and all who enter, for pious and orthodox Christians, for our archbishop, the presbyter, the diaconate, the clergy, all the laity, the country, the president, those in public service, this, this city, every city, for favorable weather and abundance of the fruits of the earth, and for peaceful times, those who travel by land, sea, and air, the sick, the suffering, the captives, the deliverance from all affliction, wrath, danger, necessity. So we go through this whole list of other people. 
in the same way that this man comes to Christ and intercedes for his son. But just in the same way that asking for peace in the world seems impossible and it won't work. This man had gone to the disciples first and they had prayed over his son and nothing worked. So he went to Christ and asked him and explained, these guys couldn't do it, can you please do it? And the disciples asked Christ, why didn't it work for us? And he said, your little faith. If you had the faith the size of a mustard seed, tiny, insignificant little seed, you could tell a mountain to move and it would. And then he gives a very practical answer. This kind requires prayer and fasting. Guess what we're doing right now? We're praying. And if we're living the life of the Orthodox Church, we're fasting. We have come to church without having eaten our breakfast. We have come to church having partaken of no food. So that when we break our fast that we started last night, the first thing that enters into our mouths is Christ himself. To declare to ourselves, to our body, to our minds, to God, to the world, that the only sustenance that we really need, the only sustenance that is truly required for life is the body and blood of Christ. And so in a practical sense, we're doing exactly what Christ is telling us to do. We are praying, we are fasting, and we are asking the impossible. And of course, it's very difficult to see that any of our petitions are doing any good in the world at all, especially today, where Christians around the world are the most persecuted group of people in the world today. But then we have to remember the words of St. Paul, that we are the off-scouring of the world. There has never been a time in the existence of the church where she hasn't been persecuted. There isn't a time in the history of the church where Christians weren't suffering for their faith. And that is what makes what we do here with these petitions so hard. Because the church in God is asking us to gather together, having fasted to pray. And the first things that we pray for are all of those people who are killing our own, all of those people who are persecuting our own, all of those people who are actively trying to destroy the church, to harm us, to kill us, and to wipe the face of the earth of Christianity. These are the people that we are expected to pray for, and that is a hard thing to do. But this is why we, as mere human beings, must do this every day, 24-7. Paul tells us to pray constantly to help us step by step, baby step by baby step, work ourselves to a place where it is possible to have that faith, to move that mountain, that mountain which says, I will bring peace to the world. And I know that sounds impossible. And I know that sounds hard, but it's right here. It's right here in our service books. It is something the church asks us to do every single time we gather for the divine liturgy, that we open up our hearts to love all of humanity and that we bring all of them before God and ask for forgiveness for all that they have done, ask for forgiveness for all that we have done to them and that peace 
can exist at least in our hearts and in our minds and in our lives. So that when we walk in the world and we interact with our fellow human beings, whoever they may be, that that peace given by God might shine through us, permeate creation through us, so that others might look upon us and say, what do they have that we do not? And once they ask that question, that it is possible, their heart has been opened and it is possible for God to enter, to help shape and mold and summon those who once hated us to come with us, to stand before God and intercede for all who still hate us. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen.